Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. Mind, Body, Spirit, You is a collaboration between five inspirational and unique women who have joined together with the intent to assist you in making your life the very best it can be. You can find us at www.mindbodyspiritu.com. There are many live shows and podcasts offered each month, and all are available in the free archives under the Mind, Body, Spirit, You tab at Blog Talk Radio. Our shows cover a variety of topics, healing, spirituality, health and wellness, metaphysical concepts, and scientific discoveries. Many of our shows allow time for you to call in and ask for assistance on your journey of transformation and discovery. We are all aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our minds, our bodies, our spirits, and our world. And that is exactly what we are here to discuss. So please, join us in the spiral of life, and together we will learn, grow, and transform. Here's the show. Hi, everybody, and thank you for tuning in with us today. I am Leah, your (laughs) Laura. Oh, I'm so sorry. I have a laugh coming over me. Everybody tuning in will have to forgive me. I don't know what it is, but it's just coming up and it's making me laugh. So, hi, Laura. Hi, Leah. How are you? Well, I want to say, how are you? Obviously, you're good. <laughs> Great. I totally have the giggles and I couldn't suppress it. I was trying so hard. I was like breathing and I was like, okay, we're going live, but. You know, I, I, I guess laughter is such a great thing, so I don't know why I try and suppress it. And right. it's always, it comes, it comes through harder when you try not to, right? <laughs> of course. So, welcome everybody, and thank you for tuning in today. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. It is our midday getaway. <laughs> Laura, save me from laughter. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Coming back, coming back to my center. I apologize. It's a, just a energy moving through me, and it's quite all right. Just going to breathe into the moment and welcome everybody. Um, thank you, everyone, also for. The hiccup that we had at the beginning of the month, we had every intention of doing it the first week of the month, but we had to take direction from the universe, and we moved forward uh, to the middle of the month where I guess we were divinely suited for the midday, mid-month getaway. And I'm happy to be here tuning in with Laura, my spirit partner. So often we meet out here in spirit world, and I'm so grateful for that. And today we offer the opportunity to call in and ask any questions that you may have because at the end of the month we normally do a very, um, let's say, conscious broadcast that tunes into everybody and it's for the collective and the highest good of everybody tuning in. So oftentimes we don't have time for questions. 
But today is that special day where if you have a question, we welcome you to call in and get the guidance and spirit. Um, it is October, so I'm excited. This month is the end of the month on Friday, the 31st. Uh, Halloween happens to be falling on the last Friday of the month, which is the day that we do our end-of-the-month channel. So I'm really looking forward to that Halloween channel. Isn't that cool, Laura, that it's falling on Halloween? I know. I love it. We're going to tap into spirit (laughs) on Halloween. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm super pumped up about that. And uh, to all our listeners, tune in. That will surely be an awesome channel on the 31st on Friday at 8 p.m., our normal scheduled time. And today we're going to dive in on our lunch break. We're skipping over the meditation that we do at the end of the month because we don't want to put anybody too zened out when you have to return to the rest of your day. Uh, so just taking a few deep breaths and centering into our current space, we will go ahead and dive in. And I just wanted to bring up, Laura, and address with you, I um, have been doing a 21-day detachment based on one of the channels that we had. And it's funny because a lot of times people will do a 21-day detox or, you know, you commit to certain things for a set period of time. But in one of my recent channels with Laura, um, it suggested I do a 21-day detachment, which I was a little confused by. And I was like, okay, well, what exactly is a detachment then if it's not a detox? But it kind of has become clear to me that it's a combination of of many things, but uh, a lot to do with filtering or just really becoming conscious of my thoughts and the words that I speak and, you know, um, pairing that with healthy choices for what I eat and what I do and kind of removing myself a little bit from the extroverted uh, social calendar that I can have very full sometimes and becoming more introverted. But it's been a really cool experience. And also throughout this time, I'm using my pendulum a lot to connect to my truth and what's aligned and what's most astute for me to do even in day in and day out tasks, just really trying to hear my higher self and my spirit more clearly and using that pendulum as a tool to connect. And it's been a really awesome experience just quieting myself more and speaking a lot less and being aware of my thoughts, whether they're negative or positive or supportive of where I'm at in my day. And it's really been cool. I'm actually on like day seven or eight today, and I've really been enjoying it. But I just wanted to kind of put that out there because usually what I'm going through around the time we do a channel is something that we end up channeling about. So I put this out in the forefront this time, but I thought maybe we could tune in with or ask, go ahead and ask the question about connecting to your truth because sometimes there's so much influencing it. You hear your mind, you hear the voices of others, your quiet whisper of your heart, and so many different things that maybe I thought we could just talk about that energy of really paying attention to your thoughts and your connecting to your truth more often throughout your day and if they wanted to start from there. Yeah, cool. That's great. Thanks for sharing your <clears throat> your experience, Leah. Um, with detaching, where did you find the most resistance in you to detach from? From your thoughts, from unhealthy situations, from unhealthy inclinations that you have, from people? Where did you find the most resistance in you? Where 
where did I find the most resistance in me? Yeah. For my patching? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, that's a tough one. Oh, um, okay. Were they about to take off? Or? <laughs> no, no, I, no, I just I wanted to see if you don't, you know, if you if you noticed anything well, that, that jumped out at you. It. I mean, it definitely takes, I, I mean, I think there's a couple different parts that I was specifically aware of that were difficult that, like, now at day seven I've gotten a little better at. But something was the words that I spoke to really filter to make sure that every word I was speaking um, was positive and that I wasn't, um, you know, for instance, getting at work caught up with people who are gossiping or you aren't necessarily speaking positively in all directions about the different things in your life. So I think that was one of them to just really take a step back and pay attention to every word um, that made manifest through my speaking uh, was one thing. And I think another thing that I get from my family, a lot of emotional eating, which was something I had to be completely aware of, that I would have a healthy, great lunch and find myself wanting to snack later on where my pendulum would say I didn't need it, but I was craving it, whether it be like a sugar crave or mm-hmm. just um, to eat with boredom. So that was something else that I think I realized I had to really put energy into not doing. As well as the, the, third, the third thing, I think, was my social calendar. I'm such a social girl, and I love socializing and meeting my friends and making plans and to just clear the calendar. And whenever I had free time, make it quiet time was also a very difficult urge for me to want to get out and be out and not do that. So those three things I think were the biggest. (laughs) Cool. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for sharing. And, yeah, they are going to definitely take this and go with it. So let's just do a little bit of channeling. Okay, cool. All right. So as you are aware, dear Leah, there are many people struggling in this moment with detaching from their thoughts, with detaching from the inclinations in them to to define themselves more by their external environment than by what they know themselves to be within. And you see, it's important for you to realize, dear Leah, as we look to shift away from our negative inclinations as human beings, negative to the point where they do not serve the soul, negative to the point where they put the human being above the, dis- above the soul. As we, as human beings, try to honor our soul and try to live according to the desires of our soul, we find the ego fighting, battling, struggling against what it is we are asking of it. We see in ourselves our own inclinations to just feel as though these these energies that do not serve are necessary to experience. There are so many people that think we have to move through these uncomfortable situations in order to learn and grow. And that's simply not true. Yes, many times we learn from the uncomfortable situations, but do we have to go through them in order to learn? No. That is a desire of the human being to experience it before they allow themselves to feel the energy that can remove them from it. It's almost as if we want to put our put ourselves in these situations to see that they do not serve. And from the soul's point of view, you can see that as an adventure. You can see how the soul would challenge itself, challenge you, the human being, to know that this is not for you, that this doesn't feel, feel aligned with who I am as the soul that I am, that this food that I'm eating 
does not create in me the highest frequency environment for health, that these people I am engaging do not create in my mind an interpretation of life that is positive and life-affirming, that these situations I give my energy over to are not in any way feeding me back. Ultimately, we need to review our life. We need to discern where the positive energy is and where the negative energy infiltrates our beingness. We are the ones that need to be aware of this. We are the creators of our own experience. And as we look to take back our experience and redefine it in a way that is positive, astute, and aligned in purpose, we must realize that we have taken on these human inclinations. We have taken on these low-frequency, dense patterns of existing. And many times it is what's been handed down to us, and we're not going to blame the previous generations for what it is we are existing in, for we ourselves were those previous generations. So we've been creating the patterns, and we've been allowing ourselves to fall into them, and we've been taking them on. And we're doing so with purpose. Always remember that. It's not a heavy burden. It's an energy we look to transmute by touching in on the truth and love that we are and knowing that that truth and that love, that once we touch in on it, it can then flow through into our experience. But it can't flow through if we are so certain about what it is that is so negative in our experience, if we are so certain that this negative energy making its impression upon us in whatever way it is in our lives has to be this certain thing, has to move in this certain direction and has to be perceived in this certain self-debilitating way. That's what you want to pay attention to, dear ones. That's what you want to listen to. When you are so certain that you have to experience this negative thing in this negative way or this negative person in this negative way, then you know that you are the one defining that path, taking that step, and committing to it. Open your minds to the idea that there could possibly be a different, more astute, lighter version of this experience placed before you. Open your hearts and let that lightness begin to flow into your experience, into your environment, into that very situation or human being you're dealing with. And yes, you have the ability to shift the intensity in your own relationships as you think of this other, this other that is causing you so much problems, this other that is challenging you in so many ways, this other that is not assisting you in being happy, begin to redefine the way you see the other. Begin to tap into the heart, into the truth of the love that connects the two of you. And let that love inspire a shift in the energies between you. Let that love inspire a shift in the point of view you've taken here. For once you shift how you view the situation, the situation shifts, not always in the way that your logical mind wants it to, but in a way that will serve the soul. And that's the thing. It's about detaching, dear Leah, isn't it always? It's about detaching from what we think 
is, what we think needs to be, how we think things need to work out. There's where detaching serves the soul. When you let yourself let go of those certainties in the mind that say, well, if I'm going to have a relationship with this one or that one, it must look this way or that way. Let that go. For much of that comes from the inundating um, information that, that you've received in your upbringing and from society itself where people who appear on the surface to be happy look this way or that way or do this thing or that thing for one another. Let that all go. Stop trying to confine yourselves. Let yourself be free by letting the other, self, the other be free or the others in your life be free by not holding them to any certain way you think they need to be for you. But rather step back. Give them the freedom to be who they are. Allow them to find love as a connection to you rather than expectation and blame. Oof. <laughs> Let yourself be free from it as well. For it's heavy to carry that. It's heavy to continually be thinking of what another should be for you. Let both of you be free and let the love that you are define the relationship that you move forward in. And now as you think of that in terms of human beings, think of it in terms of whatever it is you are dealing with, whatever situation you have in your life, whether it be health, career, or mental peace. Begin to, view, begin to shift the way you view what you see as the other energy in your experience. If it is your health, then shift the certainty with which you look at your, I want to say, diagnosis or prognosis, ails, ills, or symptoms. Shift the way you term them. Shift the way... You logically confine them by the certainty with which you view them. Begin to focus on the aspects of you that are whole, that are healthy, that are complete, and begin to ask those aspects of you to move through you, to move into all of the areas that you are so that you may be whole, healthy, and complete in the totality of your beingness. And yes, dear ones, that is not just physical health. It is emotional and mental well-being which is so much more important mm, than human beings give credit for. As we continue to search for, I don't know what you want to say here, the medicines to calm the symptoms, we continue to dismiss the origins of the energetic inconsistencies that create these physical symptoms. We must, people, we must begin to look into ourselves and to see where it is we have congealed in energy, where it is we have stagnated in our ability to flow with the flow of life. And what you will find is most often it begins in the mind. It begins with the way we view life. It begins with our limiting belief systems, our expectations of life and of everyone in it. So often, these expectations lead to judgments, harsh judgments, and then we are the ones carrying the energy of that harshness. 
and it infiltrates the creative process. And yes, the creative process that creates every single cell in your organism. It's not just tissue that you're walking around made of. It's energy. And what frequency is the energy that you are made of in this moment? Figure that out. Ask yourself in every moment, how do I feel? Where do I resonate? What am I projecting as the energy that I am? Is it anger? Is it fear? Is it uncertainty? Is it doubt? Is it self-deprecation? Self-abuse? Mental inconsistency? Find your energetic origin of the dissonance within you. Find it in you. You know who you are more than anybody else, more than any doctor that you're going to walk in and ask for help. You see deeper than they can. You know you deeper. And you can hide whatever it is you think you're hiding from them, but you can't hide it from you, people. And it will surface at one time or another. It is time for you to be aware of who you are as the soul that you are, as the energy that you are, and how who you are as the human being that you are affects the flow of energy and how that flow of energy affects who you are as the human being that you are. Did you get that? Did you follow that? Do you see how it's all one? Do you see how you cannot move about this earth plane denying your energetic truth without feeling it in some way? Of course, people like to think that it's the physical symptoms that surface that are the manifestation of all mental inconsistencies. But don't think if you're walking around physically healthy that your mental inconsistencies aren't perceivable by others, for they are, especially those who are energetically attuned. Sensitive to the alignment that human beings move through this life with. you must begin to realize that we are moving into the age of transparency where we will will know each other on that deep level. Where the inconsistencies that you are currently denying to yourself will be so apparent to others. (laughs) And no, dear ones, it's not so the others can feel superior to you or make fun of you or in any way judge you because of it. It is so that they can help you, so that they can assist you in allowing these inconsistencies to be healed so that the flow can resume and whole health can be yours. So this is the beginning, dear Leah, where you begin to observe you. You begin to see what you're feeding you, mentally, emotionally, physically, intellectually. You begin to quantify the frequency of everything you ingest in this life. And as you do, you think about it. You think about how is that going to affect the energy that I am. And then you can take that further. How then will that energy affect my 
my mental balance, and my physical well-being. You can think of it in terms of food. That's the easy one, isn't it? For we all know when we over-caffeinate or overdo the sugar, how we feel in our bodies, the intensities that we feel, that's immediate. That's recognizable. It's the other unhealthy eating that we do that has subtle shifts that are not so recognizable by the ego that over time begin to create stagnation inside, that over time begin to create cells of low frequency. It is the intellectual interpretations of life that we ingest that affect our ability to maintain peace in our minds, is it not? So what do you allow yourself to integrate intellectually and how often? Do you go back every day? And how often, how many times a day do you go back to hear the negative interpretations of life, to hear somebody else's angry outbursts and the outrage that they have at the way life is in this moment? How often do you hear this? How often do you let yourself sit in it, ponder it, even take it into your mind, into your intellect, and allow it to become a part of your interpretation of life. How often, and we continue to ask you how often, because it's when you don't that you're giving yourself the time to recuperate. So is it consistent? Do you ever give yourself the time? Do you ever quiet the mind enough so that the body can realign with its energetic truth? and begin to flow from a high positive frequency? Hmm. Think about that. And then as you think about it, don't judge yourself. Don't shame yourself. Don't guilt yourself. Don't blame yourself. All of that is low frequency. All of that is negative interpreting. Shift it. Say, oh, in this moment I realize that I too often sit in the negative, so from now on, I will make the effort to make the choice to detach more regularly, to find those moments of stillness or some positive, enlightening injection of faith and hope. Let's begin there and see where it takes us. Mm. All right, Leah. Oh, wow. That was really cool and, like, online. And I love how they mentioned that we're moving into a time of transparency, which is the first time I've really heard it put that way. But I really appreciated the energy and the vision that it brought with it by saying that. And as I've moved through... Yes? Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, and as I moved through these last few days, even with just becoming transparent to myself where I spend a lot of my time, you know, working with the spiritual world and studying it, but just really watching the last seven days of how often my thoughts do get dragged in with the energy around me or perceiving or thinking that's not at the highest of vibrations. It's 
really amazing it, when you really take a step back and watch how I know. often that's happening throughout a day. And and I love I love that, that they pounded on the how often. And the whole transparency idea, it, it just, when you brought it up, it, it reminded me of someone, I forget who it was that I was channeling for, and, and they said, well, the idea of them, of them watching me all the time and knowing everything all the time, well, it makes me uncomfortable. And I said, why? And they started talking about all of the things they would judge of themselves. And that's what they felt that spirit would be doing, is judging them. And I love that in this channel here, they said not, you know, so that somebody else could feel superior to you, but so that we can help each other. So we could see where you're stuck. So I could see where you're stuck and I can help you move beyond it. And you can see where I'm stuck and, I, and you can help me move beyond it. Right. It's just a beautiful way of looking at it. And it's totally inspiring as well to know that we don't need to hide all of ourselves, that there isn't judgment and there's no need to, you know, have a shameful experience that we are, like they said, a collection. Not only are we a collection of our ancestry, but we also were there co-creating it all along. So it's not like, and I love that they brought that up also because I clearly stated when I brought up my emotional eating, that I get it from my family. So I feel like that was like a yeah. little, a little like, hey, Leah, I was the family co-creating it before now <laughs> as well. <laughs> so I think that's really cool because it separates you. Or actually, that's really funny. It's the opposite. It takes away the separation and connects you so that you don't blame anything that you're practicing as something that was given to you. And you can own that no matter what it was, you are now, a, you were and are a part of it, and you can step out of it. You don't have to take it on as this heavy victim role that you, like they said, open your mind and open your heart, and you can shift your experience of it and make it yeah. lighter. Yeah, yeah. Which is also awesome. Yep, very true, very true. And then just quickly back to the transparency thing, like just as we're talking about it, I'm realizing they're saying that we as people, we'll be able to see right into the souls of all other people and then we'll be able to help each other that way, right? Well, isn't that kind of what we do when we're channeling? We're tapping into souls who can see us as souls and help us. So it, it's almost like, you know, that merging of worlds. Right. So it's as if we're all channeling in some way. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. channeling the essence of each other. And when you're in that state to be open and to see truth and to practice that existence of transparency, it is a state of openness and love. Yeah. So, of course, we're not going to be judging and looking down upon because that's not an egotistical state to be at that vibration, to right, practice exactly. that. Yeah, it's funny. And I had somebody else that I, and, and then we'll get for a get into the calls, but I want to speak. There was a, a person I was channeling for recently, and they said, you know, no matter who we talk about in this person's life, no matter how nasty they seem as a human being, whenever we channel, they always come through with some loving aspect of who that person is as a soul, and they always let whoever it is I'm channeling for see the loving side of that person. It is so it, a lot to ask of yourself. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> well, but it's beautiful because then that's what they're saying. There's always, you know, there's always a way to find the loving aspect of whoever it is you're dealing with. And, and that really is, you know, kind of what they were talking about, the way to shift, you know, your view of the situation. Right. I think it's a quote by Mother Teresa that I've used before um, where she said, if you are judging someone, then you don't have time to love them. Oh, Yeah. So I think that's pretty apropos for that as well. Yeah. Which is beautiful connection to make. Yep. Laura, did you say after did you say you were jumping into calls after that? After if you wanted, did you have a caller? Or did you I want have, to ask anything um, else on what they said? It's up to you. You if you have if you wanted to go on with uh, that. We, well, you know, I have a, I have a couple calls. I but I haven't um, you know, pre pre spoken to them yet, but we could dive in if you wanted to or we could uh elaborate a little bit more. It's Really, I'm open at this point. <laughs> okay. All right. And um, nope, take a caller. Okay. Let's see. Hi. Thank you for calling in. This is Laura and Leah. You are live. Who am I speaking with? This is Patty. Hi, Patty. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What can we do for you today? Um, can I speak to my dad, please? He has, um, he's on the other side, and I would just like some wisdom. Okay, Patty, what's your dad's name? Eddie. Eddie? Yes. Okay. All right, Eddie for Patty. All right. Okay. Everything is moving along quite nicely now, isn't it? It seems as though there is a lightness now, as if something has shifted and the intensity is beginning to um, be alleviated. I feel that you are noticing this, and I feel that you are beginning to integrate an energy of excitement that is allowing you to recognize that things really are changing. Can you feel that? Can you feel the excitement? And I know that there's a part of you that's not so sure what it is you are so excited about, and yet you still feel it. And isn't that something? Isn't it something to know that you are experiencing the energy of your future before you're actually experiencing the manifestation in the physical. That's what I want you to be, I'm sorry, yeah. That's what I want you to pay attention to, dear Patty, the idea that you are feeling the energy first. Become aware of this and begin to recognize it and don't hold any certainty and any intellectual interpretation of what you're experiencing. This is the challenge for you in the moment to allow it to come in energetically, to feel it, to know it in some certain way, and to not be impatient about its timing and to not try to make it happen any earlier than it is astutely designed to. Mmm, Patty. All right. <laughs> How you Good things are coming. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a little excited about all of that. It explains everything. I know things are shifting, but... You know, I guess I just need to be patient, and it's all for the good. I'm really happy. Oh, good. Okay, good. And you got the patience message, so apparently yeah, there's yeah, a timing yeah. issue. Uh-huh. Yeah, there is a timing issue. <laughs> but I will put my patience hat on, and I'm so excited, and I appreciate that so much, and thank you so much. You're welcome, Patty. Thanks for calling. Thanks okay, for tuning bye-bye. in. Oh, thanks. Okay. Okay, next I have Stephanie on the line. Let's say hello. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome to the show. 
Hi. Thank you guys so much for having me. Hi, Stephanie. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Do you have any questions for us today, Stephanie? Yeah, I do. Um, I would like to ask for some member of my family that has passed over and Recently, I've been feeling an energy um, more and more, just like the presence around me, and I'm going through a really difficult time with my home, and so I just like some some guidance um, so that I could get a different perspective, kind of, so I'm out of the picture, and I'm really seeing okay. something from a higher space. Okay, you got it. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. I'm not sure what this means, but I'm going to say hmm. it's a matter of delinquency, delinquency in energy. It's a matter of the issue of the body, mind, and ego not catching up to what it is the soul is putting forth there. There's a misalignment here, and there's a misalignment in the energy of the environment you are existing in. And although it may appear logically... Um, Amenable. You feel it intently. You feel it uncertainly. You feel it as if there is immediacy in the energy of this shift, and you know that it's important for you to recognize it in that way, that it's a matter of the energy moving you into the space that most authentically supports the soul that you are, regardless of what you think you are here to be, regardless of what you are think you are here to do or what it is you think you are here to bring forward dear one you must recognize that you have an an ability an innate ability to perceive your truth but in your intellectual interpretation you lose yourself in the area of externally integrating what it is you know intuitively it's difficult there Steph you're putting yourself in a position now to move into a more authentic state of being and yet on both sides of you are energies that are pulling you into the more material environment that you exist in and you want to appease everyone you want to mm, ingratiate yourself in a manner that would allow you to feel as though you are accomplishing it all and that's probably where your biggest stumbling block is dear one you don't have to do it all it doesn't all have to come out come down on you and you want to begin to hear that you want to begin to recognize that that it is okay to hand it over to others that it is okay to let go of some of this responsibility you feel has to be yours. Don't try and configure it in your mind right now, right here when you hear these words. It's too overwhelming in the moment. You must sit with this concept and you must allow it to begin to define in you the areas of intensity that you can let go, the areas of certainty in the mind that are inhibiting your ability to see the wholeness of the energy that you're looking to bring in and to allow you to begin to let go of how you think it has to show up here. That's the most important thing you need to hear here today, is that you are being moved by spirit, and this is an astute move. It's just not going according to the plan of the mind, and you want to surrender to the spirit. You want to surrender to the soul, and you want to allow the energy to redefine your experience in a manner that supports you holistically in every aspect of of who you are in every area of this life. 
not just in your metaphysical teachings, but rather in your home life as well. You want it to extend, and it can. You, dear one, must not separate it. You must remember that you are one with all, and that whatever it is you project in this direction in your life, you must project in that direction in your life. You must just be it, sit in it, and allow it to emanate from your field in order it for it to redefine your environment. And that's what you're looking for. You want it to all be, I'm sorry, you want it to be one whole cohesive movement to your life. Not that you are this with these and that with those. It must all come together now for you, dear one. It must all come together. And for whoever in your existence does not appreciate the wholeness of your totality, they themselves can be removed from your external environment. Ooh. Okay, Steph, what do you like? Thank you. (laughs) I think I'm going to have to sit with that again and um, listen to it again, but I got a a sense. Okay. All right, yeah. Definitely listen a couple of times. All right. I would agree. I could hear it. I listened to that a couple of times myself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, hon. Thank you for calling. Thank you, Stephanie, for calling in. Okay, Laura. So I wanted to, on a side note, since it was so prominent at the beginning for me, um, since we're open here for a second, I just wanted to bring up laughter because to me it's such a beautiful healing energy. And when I graduated um, with my ministry as an interfaith uh, reverend, I remember somebody that I met there we sat together for hours just laughing and it was like laughter therapy. And I remember thanking him when I left saying, thank you for reminding me that laughter is my favorite healing modality. And it was kind of mentioned earlier when we talk about the vibration of what we put in and, and our healing and that we don't often go to the root of it. But I just wanted to maybe address it. For some reason it came through me when we started and I've been doing this over a year and it's never happened to me before. So I thought mm-hmm. maybe we could address the healing energy of laughter and how powerful it is. It's perfectly, it's divine, it's authentic, and it's true. Isn't that what laughter is? It's the kind of thing that takes you over, <laughs> as you demonstrated earlier, and it's the kind of energy that you want to take you over. It's the kind of energy that people don't feel enough of. It is astute, high-frequency, potent manifestational beingness (laughs) and you know it by the way it affects others you know it by the way it affects you in your in your observations dear leah how often did you find yourself laughing and how often do you think you need to laugh do you see the necessity in this life to increase that kind of vibration it really is the frequency that we are looking to to sustain for their In that moment of laughter, there is no attachment to the mundane. There is no attachment to the low-frequency interpretations of life that make people so angry, so frustrated, so fearful, and so insecure. You know that. In that moment, laughter takes you out of the mind. Laughter takes you out of the body. Laughter lifts you beyond the density of this human experience and allows you to feel free. Isn't that how you feel? Isn't that what freedom really feels like? 
it's a wondrous energy that we promote quite often and we feel that in this environment it is needed it is a necessary form of healing so there must be more of it and we must feel entitled to laugh we must feel entitled to bring ourselves to that high frequency to allow ourselves to swim in that vibration and allow it to inundate us with that expansive willingness to detach you see that's what the laughter can bring in it brings to mind the idea that all of the rest of it is so belittling so heavy so dense and so delusional it really is laughter brings us back to the joy that we are laughter reminds us that there is love in this experience and that we love this experience And so often in our dense interpretations of life, we forget that, don't we? We forget that we as souls actually join this environment because we love it, because we love to find our way back to our truth, because we love to feel all of the glory of being physical. You cannot imagine not being it because you are it in this moment, but if you could try and think of all that you would miss, Think of those beautiful moments where the sun is shining on your face and the birds are singing and the sky is blue and you realize it in the moment and you say, wow, look at this amazing planet that I exist on and look at this amazing body that I am allowed to move around in. When you feel the touch of one who loves you and it ripples through your entire beingness, Those are the things we come for, those moments of laughter where we get so silly with those we love we can't even contain it. Those are the moments where we join together full of the spirit that we are and allow it to just flow through us without worrying about what others will think and how we will be judged. In that moment, in that very instant, we are free from all of that. And so it is a great effort hmm, to not only invest in you by choosing to laugh more, but an expansive effort you make on the collective to make more people laugh, to add joy to this world, to bring humor to those that feel that life is too heavy, to make someone smile, even if just for a moment when they're going through life's most difficult challenges. It shifts the energy. It shifts the frequency. It shifts them. It shifts their ability to perceive life as good, grand, and glorious. So often we are raising our fists at life, aren't we? More now than ever, people are so frustrated with the human experience and looking for someone to blame. How many are saying, well, I'm human, so I must take some of this on myself? And to take it on doesn't mean we have to carry the heavy burden. No. Oh, of course, that's what the human mind would think. No, take it on by shifting it. Take it on by adding a dose of laughter. By adding a choice that honors the soul over the inclination of the human.
be a part of the elevation of frequency of this human experience and you will change society. (laughs) How's that for an expansive concept to be integrated intellectually? To realize that if in every moment I'm aware that I am a co-creator of this experience and I want this co-created experience to be lighter, freer, more dynamically experienced, then I can in this moment add a dose of joy, add a dose of laughter. And you know it. Just by smiling, you're increasing the frequency of your vibration. And when someone catches that smile, when someone catches a glimpse of joy in your eye, they feel it. And they look to join you in it. It is a truth that cannot be denied because souls want to be there. Souls want to engage each other in that moment of awareness of the glory and divinity of this experience. That's who we are. We are those souls looking to create this human experience with a lot less limitation placed on us by our intellectual interpretations. So where do we begin in the mind? Let's lighten up our interpretation of life. Let's begin to laugh at it a little. Let's begin to shift the intensity of it. And we know that there are many people who will say, well, this, this right here, This is no laughing matter. And maybe in their interpretation it's not. And maybe it can't be seen by them in that way. But we can shift how we view it. We can lighten up the intensity of it. We can know that a smile and a loving extension of our energy will always assist in elevating the frequency. Maybe we can't go from despair to laughter in one full sweep. But we can take tiny steps in that direction, and each step is a step forward. Each step is a movement toward a greater realization of who we are and how important it is that we realize we are here to support each other, that we are in this together, and that we create the reality we are existing in by the intentions we hold and the frequency that they create in the energy we extend to this collective experience. As always, we bring it back to the individual, for that is what this experience is about. It's about the individual finding its way to its truth, the individual coming to the realization that we are all one, that we are all a part of the same system of energy and that the energy needs to flow in, out, through us, from and to us and that it is all in our power to do this and that we hold the key to the frequency that we extend into the environment that we exist in which then manifests the environment that we exist in. So take those closest to you and give them this information. Share it. Tell them. Let's take the challenge. Let's all detach. Let's all observe our thoughts, our inclinations. Let's lift each other up when we've fallen. 
Let's continue to believe that we can create an environment that sustains that by creating it, by creating the elevated frequency and holding it long enough for it to take root. Challenge ourselves in that way. We're not saying you're going to be perfect at this. Of course, you're in a human condition and you're going to fall prey to those human inclinations. And as you do, that's your um, opportunity to take a step back, to observe it from the higher aspect of you and to ask for assistance in moving back into the elevated frequency. It's how we look to create the patterns of our future, is it not? Where it, is much, where it becomes much more comfortable to interpret life from a positive point of view than a negative. Now think of that. Think of this collective human experience and think of how many people have a negative interpretation of life right now and how they reiterate it over and over and over again and how they continue to just feed the collective consciousness that negative interpretation of life. How are we to create a positive environment with that heaviness in our collective consciousness? Take it on. Take the challenge on. This is your role. This is how you become the pioneers of the new world. You pioneer into your mind and the power and creative force that exists there. You take control of it. Take control of it. You master it. You redefine it in a way that holds only the highest frequencies and allows in only the most positive interpretations of life. You hold yourself there, regardless of what everyone else around you is swimming in, regardless of how they beg you to join them there, you hold yourself to the higher frequency. You choose to find the joy. You choose to create the laughter. You choose to dismiss the negative interpretations of life that everyone else is swimming in. Or drowning in. You choose to ride the waves, dear one, not get knocked over by them. That's the difference in a positive person and a negative person. Are you going to be taken down by the the waves or are you going to pull out your surfboard and ride them? It's your choice. Make a positive, soulfully aligned one and we will create a reality we will love as human beings to be a part of. Okay, that sounds like a good good challenge. I love it. That's such a great challenge, and I love that I'm currently practicing it. <laughs> <laughs> that you're already it's, started. I did get started, but it's the best feeling to proactively practice that, and from experience, just the last few days. And like I said, I being in the conscious world and working in the holistic environments and wellness centers, you take on that cloak of like uh, feeling or the cloak of feeling like you have that positive vibration. But when you honestly pay attention to every second, mm-hmm. every thought and every word, even myself, an extremely positive person, I spend a lot of time smiling and a lot of time laughing yeah. and, and I'm really floored by where the mind goes and what it joins and and what it thinks and I'm like wow like I think that <laughs> like to just bring consciousness to it and I I think it's a fantastic challenge for all of our listeners listeners and for everybody 
out there, to take that challenge on and be the pioneer. And I love that it said being the pioneer is diving into your mind, finding the power there. It's not going outside of yourself and controlling other people and other things and making externally better. It's diving within yourself and finding finding it all there. Yeah, it really and gave me an image of, of like that new world when, you know, Christopher Columbus and all came across and it was like they had to fight for the new world and it was about, you know, the guns and the swords and all the fighting and this was, it's, it's such a different way of developing a new world, you know, with self-mastery through the creative energies in our mind. That's, that's the way we're going to create a new reality. Right, and it's so true because we spent so many hundreds of years conquering Earth and going externally and traveling and finding land and creating as grand as we could and castles and cathedrals and claiming land and building mansions. And it's been so material and outward, you know? So to just now imagine the kingdoms that you build within rather than the ones we have built outside of ourselves for so long now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to tell you, Leah, just in you saying that, you sound like the reverend, my dear. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and I started laughing. I love it. I'm the laughing reverend, even perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's All beautiful. Right. I think that's a divine break to the day and has definitely left me inspired to continue my inward journey in creating this new kingdom we're co-creating and uh, a higher vibration together on Earth, and I'm excited about it. Yep, I'll so be a part of that, Leah. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I just said I'll be a part of that as well. I'm going to definitely be observing my thoughts from now on. Awesome. I'm excited. So if there's any closing that they have, we have, okay. I think, just a couple minutes left. Mm-hmm. Master the mind and you will master the experience you are having. This is the truth that all human beings are looking to hear. It's not going to come from someone outside of you. It's going to come from you making the efforts to create the most astute you you can be. That's what you want to do. In every moment of every day, in every situation you are in, you want to check in and ask yourself, what energy am I um, sustaining intellectually? What energy am I in integrating um, nutritionally? And what energy am I exposing myself in my physicality all day, every day? See what it is you are um, experiencing and how it is affecting your frequency. It is a continual process, and the more that you do it, the more you will find yourself inclined to be in the more positive frequencies, and then you will find that those frequencies create your life in a way that sustains your ability to, to be that, to be that in every moment, to feel aligned in an energy of astute awareness that inspires and creates from, from, from a state of being that is defined by love. Awesome. Thank you so much, Laura, once again, for taking us to Spirit. It's such a gift, and I'm very grateful for your time with us. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. We will see you um, out there in Spirit World (laughs) Friday, the 31st 
uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's October, and that's on Halloween. So I'm really looking forward to it. Tune in and catch us there. We'll also be hosting our retreat that weekend. For more information, go to the Divine Retreats. That's plural retreats, the divineretreats.com. And we look next guys again soon. Have a beautiful day.